0: Hello and welcome to the Transformed Life Podcast where we discover life from God's perspective. I am your host, Joe Tran, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. In this episode, we will discuss why you joyfully giving actually is a gift you are receiving. Don't forget to subscribe to get notified of future episodes and feel free to follow me on social media at JoeTran316. That is J-O-E-T-R-A-N 316. Is everyone ready for Christmas? Have you all done your shopping and, and have your plans f- you know, with family in place? Well, to be honest, this is my first Christmas as a divorced father, and I'm not sure what my plans are for this year. I have no Christmas tree up, no presents, no furniture, not even heat, because the main heater in my house is broken. However, I, I do have space heaters, so thank goodness for those, but... I have received a couple invites for Christmas Day, so we'll see what I end up doing. Also, I know some of you might cringe to know I'm divorced, and my response is, even though I don't support divorce, (laughs) I need Jesus too. You know what, going on a slight tangent here, I often see people who claim they're Christian treat Christianity like it's a behavioral merit system. And actually, that is the polar opposite of what the gospel is. Jefferson Bethke, the spoken word artist and now pastor who performed the YouTube famous video, Why I Hate Religion, But Love Jesus says, church is not a museum of perfect people. It is a hospital for the broken. And Pastor Judah Smith of City Church in Seattle, who is the author of great books like How's Your Soul, says, Church is the emergency room for the human soul. So here's the bottom line. If you're claiming you're Christian, you're telling the world you are so imperfect. You need a savior to lead your life. And that savior is Jesus. Let me say that again. If you're claiming you're Christian, you're telling the world you are so imperfect. You need a savior to lead your life, and that Savior just so happens to be Jesus. Say amen if you agree with me. <laughs> Sorry for digressing, but well, uh, okay, let's get back to topic. So in this episode, we will focus on 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 14. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, Remember this. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Hey, uh, here's a question. If I held up a dollar bill and asked you what the value of the dollar bill is, what would you say? You would most likely say it is worth a dollar. Well, what if I held up a $100 bill and I asked you what the value of that is? You would most likely say it is worth $100, right? All right, well, what if I told you your money actually has no value? It has no value until the moment it becomes traded for something else. And that value is determined by the object you traded it for and when you traded it. For example, if I took $100 and spent it all on a slot machine and got nothing in return, then the true value of that specific $100 was really just the experience of sitting in front of a machine, pressing buttons, pulling on levers, listening to loud beeping sounds, and watching lights flash. Does that sound like it's worth $100 to you? Now, what if I told you that same $100 was spent on a family who didn't have anything to eat for Christmas? In their minds, they legitimately thought this is going to be one of the worst Christmases that we've ever had. However, let's say you were the one who took your $100 bill, bought food for the family and presents for their kids and surprised them on Christmas Day. What if I told you That family wasn't Christian, but because of your generosity and care for them and you joyfully giving without expecting anything in return sparked curiosity for the source of love and kindness which flows through you. Now the family wants to know more about Jesus or the church you go to and it wants to attend. And so they start attending every weekend. The kids grow up in the church, fall in love with Jesus and become missionaries, traveling to other parts of the world, spreading the gospel and caring for the hungry, hurting and broken, just like they were once taken care of by you. Now, what is the value of your $100 bill? The value would be so tremendous, you can't even put a monetary amount to it. Now imagine the joy you would experience if you were the one God used to bless that family. This is just one of the many spiritual gifts we receive from joyfully giving. Another gift we also receive when we joyfully give is the detaching of having faith in the material world and increasing our faith. In Jesus, so a question which comes up quite often on the topic of giving is, How much should I give? and C.S. Lewis, well, he, one of the greatest theologians of the past century, who ironically started his journey with Christ as a driven, highly intellectual atheist who was on a mission to disprove God's existence, said it quite well. This, this is what he says he says. I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I am afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. In other words, if our expenditure on comforts, luxuries, amusements, etc. is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we are probably giving away too little. If our charities do not at all pinch or hamper us, I should say, they are too small. There ought to be things we should like to do and cannot do because our charitable expenditure excludes them. Uh, So what does he mean? He means uh, the amount we should give sort of puts us in a similar experience as to those who we're giving to. In fact, did you know fasting in the early church started because, well, if someone didn't have food and and the church themselves didn't have food to give, uh, they would not eat and they would save up food they received. And give to those who didn't have food in the first place. So here's the crazy thing about all this. When you take a step back and you look at what it really means as a Christian to authentically and joyfully give, what you really see is someone who is like Christ, humbling themselves, either you know financially or physically, Uh, So the ones who don't have any of those things end up elevated above where they were in the first place. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound like what Jesus did on the cross for us? He literally had everything in the universe, yet came down from his throne in heaven in the form of a weak human baby, endured a human life, and ended up sacrificing himself on the cross so that we humans who are spiritually dead could have a true fulfilling life in him. So we who were destined for hell for the sin we inherited from Adam and Eve could have a chance at experiencing heaven and everlasting life with him. Jesus humbled himself so we could be exalted. So in our giving, we should aim to do the same. Uh, just this past week, I was listening to a message uh, by one of the pastors of Elevation Church, and I think he said it best. He said, it is not the size of your sacrifice that matters. It is the significance of your sacrifice that does. It is not the size of your sacrifice that matters. It is the significance of your sacrifice that does. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us a model on the cross of how we should give to those in need this Christmas season. Please saturate our hearts with your Holy Spirit so that the chains of the material world does not hinder the significance of our sacrifice. We sincerely love you, rejoice in you, and we pray these things in your Son's mighty name. Amen. Well, that is it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to The Transformed Life, where we discover life from God's perspective. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes and feel free to follow me on social media at Jotran316. If you believe you're led to financially provide to those in need through this ministry, please do so at anchor.fm slash the transformed life. Also, continuously pray I only speak what God wants you to hear and don't hesitate to send in your prayer requests, questions, suggestions, or comments to the transformed life podcast at gmail.com. I am your host Joe Tran. Thank you for enjoying this episode and have a good day.